0: Yo, we are live. If you're watching this now, you're probably already watching the playback, so uh, you're probably seeing this in your feed. Right, I have with me is Michael Yuhoshua, leading up marketing over at skate Fence. Now, before we get into, this, we have a few conversations that we're going to get into today. One, we're both um, technology marketers, and um, uh, Michael Yoshua works at Scada Fence, which is a cybersecurity company that does OT, and he'll talk more about IT and OT in a minute. And we're going to talk about how marketing has been effective. Also, we're going to talk about what we've been able to do to help people in our respective industries. So I'm over here in marketing, and he's does marketing, but he's in cybersecurity. He's going to say what they're doing to help people keep connected. In addition, there's a lot of crazy things happening right now, which we'll talk about. Right now is a hot time for cybersecurity, uh, for, uh, for cybersecurity to uh, – you really need cybersecurity more than ever. The reason is, is because when there's a crisis, people are going – to want to take advantage. Systems are basically beyond their capacity, particularly the healthcare and hospitals. So obviously there's an opportunity here to, let's say, um, I'll let Michael go into it, what you can uh, do. Uh, But before we get any further, Mike, why don't you tell me a little about you, what you do regarding marketing over Skate Defense, a little bit about Skate Defense, and let's talk about uh, the value that we can provide the listeners.
1: Awesome. Cool. So thank you very much, Joel. you mentioned uh, I work for Skate Offense. It's an OT security company that does OT and IoT security. And currently we are in a crisis. The world is on lockdown. People are quarantined at home and uh, cyber attackers are uh, they're taking advantage of the situation. So um, that's uh, that's pretty much what I can say for now. Uh, Yoel, is there anything so you take advantage? You can you
0: an, give an example of how they're taking advantage. Let's jump into it.
1: Okay. Uh, Cybersecurity company named um, uh, Recorded Future. I have a good friend, uh, Gabriella White, uh, who uh, sent me over uh, a, a work that they've done yesterday. They released uh, that there have been 48 coronavirus related cyber attacks in the last couple of days. 13 of them are major. And that was a report that was released on March 12th, which was four days ago. Um, on the 13th, there was a hospital that was treating patients with coronavirus uh, in uh, Czechoslovakia. It's called the University Hospital Brno. There's an 84 year old woman there being treated and they got hit by ransomware. Everything went down. Uh, Hospital staff are prohibited from touching their computers. They can't take in any new patients. It's a disaster.
0: Wow, that's, so that's crazy. So why does that number, to an ignorant person, that might sound small, right? You you hear you know all the time, like you know there are over like you know ten thousand attacks on Israeli institutions a day, and here you're talking about what like forty one. Do you know what I mean? So uh, during a time of a crisis, so uh, why is it? it, it Explain to me why that sounds so so small.
1: Sure. I mean, think about coronavirus for a second. It's it's a virus. It's an illness. But does, and, and it's affecting the world now. But does that mean that there aren't any other sicknesses in the world? Are there people that are not sick from other things in the world? This is the one that everyone's talking about. And yes, there are other cyber attacks going on in the world, but specifically regarding uh, coronavirus. Yeah, this is, uh, these are the numbers that we've seen. Obviously, this report is only from a few days, but uh, yeah, 48 is a lot, and uh, 13 major ones are are also pretty bad. All
0: right, got it, okay. And so explain, so they basically they're saying, yo, we've taken over and uh, pay up or uh, you're screwed.
1: Right, and hospitals don't have a choice. I mean, no, in normal situations, they can call in an IT team or they can forward patients to other hospitals. And I mean, these things have happened before, but in this current situation when hospitals are full to capacity, there aren't enough doctors, doctors are working overtime. If you close down a hospital, that's that's a lot of people who cannot get treated. And these organizations need help. Right. Yeah, I got it.
0: Okay. So I think the lesson here really is uh, be prepared, right? Uh, right. Don't you're, be scared
1: to be prepared. Don't, yeah.
0: don't be scared. Be prepared. All right. I think, I think we got a t-shirt going. So, I mean, like we all try to like get in, we all try to really be able to uh, be prepared for things, but really we don't, you know, how many people don't have life insurance that have children? Of like a family, right? That's it, it's yeah. it's scary. Right, be prepared. You know you're going to die, right? You're not assuming a pandemic, uh, but even though I mean, healthcare hospitals got to be prepared for it too. Just like there's an economic crash, I mean, who's king? Whoever's cash is king, because now you can buy things for cheap, whether it's stocks or other properties or or businesses that are going to go under and all that. You can. I mean, shopping spree people. Um, so their opportunities come in crisis only for those that are prepared. And the same, by the way, goes for those that, uh, the cyber hackers, I mean, they're prepared waiting for opportunities. And when they are, then they adapt their resources. They adjust, they adapt, they see the opportunity. They were prepared. They have the skills. They know how to be able to to uh, breach and penetrate these, you know, they, uh, these hospitals. And so they're prepared too. Unfortunately, the problem is that we're often not prepared because uh, we are not, I mean, we're, we don't think in worst case scenario, we think everything's going to be perfect forever. It's human nature. Uh, There's really no way around that. Um, So how do we, uh, so how does one prepare um, in case for, let's say a coronavirus uh, for a, a cyber attack under this, under certain circumstances like these?
1: All right. So uh, you mentioned a few good points before. Before I give you the answer, I want to talk about uh, not not just from an industrial uh, standpoint. Uh, I know that the Iranian government was working on uh, all different types of uh, maps relating to coronavirus because they know people are very interested. They want to see where it's spreading, where it's going. And they gave people to download a certain app to see where it's going. And what it was, it was spyware that was spying on people to find out their movements, find out where they are. So um, yeah, l- like you said, cyber attackers are capitalizing on this, but how to be prepared for something. Uh, first and foremost, um, it, it, there is there is a situation going on in the world, but uh, ple- people like, just don't panic. Uh, don't have to buy 25 million rolls of uh, toilet paper. <laughs> well, what about <laughs> like
0: 100,000 rolls? like what, what, what's too many?
1: well then it becomes currency
0: <laughs> then, then it becomes currency so in that case it's a good sounds like a good decision <laughs> correct
1: but uh all jokes aside um we're, we're not only seeing uh situation situations like this happening in hospitals we're seeing uh, supermarkets that are being overwhelmed uh you know food and beverage companies you know people if they're stuck at home and you know people are going to start running out of food eventually and they we cannot close the markets and uh, we already mentioned toilet paper manufacturers, but uh, what about garbage removal, oil and gas, Internet? Uh, and we're all stuck at home. If we wouldn't have Internet running, wh- what are we going to do? So all those critical infrastructures, they, they they, need to be prepared. They need to they need to have something prepared uh, to deal with this type of catastrophe. And unfortunately, many of them are not. Some of them are proactive. Some of them are not. And uh, its it's an issue.
0: Yeah, right. So let's talk about uh, productivity. And let's say, let, let, let's actually let's bring it over to a marketer's perspective. So, I mean, at Skate Defense, right, how has marketing changed? Uh, let's start first off with a um, two main questions. One, has budgets changed overall? And two, um, have you, let's say, had, um, when you had, let's say, you had a cancel events for the rest of the year, you know, the foreseeable future, as everyone else does, did you take those budgets and put them into digital marketing efforts? Or did you guys say, you know what, we'll, We'll keep that for, what are they doing with those budgets? Tell us how how you're marketing, how how things have drastically shifted.
1: Good. So yeah, like you mentioned before, there were a lot of events that we were uh, supposed to be going to, some of which we were supposed to be speaking. Uh, We had large booths and other things. We paused all of those until further notice. And now with the extra money that we had in the pocket, um, instead of promoting other things, we decided we're not going to capitalize on the situation of coronavirus and try to, you know push more of our agenda. What we did was we put together a campaign that is literally just to help organizations. And we took the extra money that we have from the budget and we pushed actually uh, a few campaigns, uh, helping organizations remain secure, completely free of service during these difficult times.
0: Amazing. So tell me about this free service. So because we've also offered some free services, I posted on LinkedIn that we're offering like free consulting, and I have eleven inquiries as of an hour ago um, through what's happened through emails. I was um I'm shocked um, at how much help people need. And I'm absolutely thrilled and honored that I actually have that privilege of helping people, being at the point that I can help people, you know, and um, which we're doing. So I basically book calls all night um, and have some for tomorrow to help these people. And of course, if anyone has any questions, I'll drink to that. Cheers. There you go, drink to that. Um, if anyone, in general, so I mean, let's do a little, i plug here to help people. If anyone needs any marketing strategy or questions, uh, specifically I think if you're in the cybersecurity kind of in-house, you can reach out to Michael and he's very helpful. Um, and also if you have any other general marketing, whether you want to work on your LinkedIn profile, outreach ads, and you can't afford to work with an agency or consultant um, or an expert or anything like that, you know, you can work with, you know, for, for free, we're offering free consulting. We're not going to actively manage any accounts, but we're happy to give free tips, give free audits, give free reviews and free phone calls and email support. We're 100% here to help people uh, first and foremost. Um, So what if you said that you guys are offering something free kind of to you? Explain to me what you are doing, how you'll be able to provide value both um, by offering something free that's useful, but also how you're helping people, let's say, uh, stay safe
1: Okay, good. So first of all, thank you for for all the great things that you do as well. It's uh, it's really, really important. Um, And what we put together, we put together a program, a special program for these critical times. Um, And uh, here's how it goes. First and foremost, like we mentioned before, it's very important that all of these critical industrial networks remain productive, that they don't have any downtime. And uh, like we said, internet has to continue. Electricity needs to continue. uh, Critical infrastructure, food and beverage manufacturing, All of this needs to continue running smoothly. So what we did is we put together a three-level program in order to help organizations. First and foremost, we give them a full consultation. We sit them down with a cybersecurity expert who goes over um, their remote access connections. He goes over their network diagram, and uh, he gives them a review of all the risks that exist in their current network as is. It's a general overview. After that call, what we do is we give them a full uh, installation to our platform. They can install it in their system. It all can be done remotely. All they got to do is hit install and it installs. And uh, the, the program right away Gives them visibility into everything that's happening in their network. Uh, it's based on all the information is based on real network traffic, and unlike other cybersecurity companies that do industrial, we can give you results within twenty four hours, and we don't have to wait seven eight months to baseline uh, your processes. Now. After all, the, the system is installed, and you can see everything that's going on in your network. After three days, you get uh, a full review of all the findings in your network, which means uh, you get to see if there's any mitigation steps, if there are any vulnerabilities that are existing in your network. You get to see if there are any cyber threats, if there is malware that's hiding or malware that's ready to, uh, to propagate itself. And finally, we give you immediate actions of how to fix everything, and you get that in three days. Afterwards. You get to keep uh, the platform for an additional 27 days, uh, enjoy full monitoring, full visibility, and make sure that everything uh, runs smoothly and successfully during these difficult times. And that's it.
0: Awesome. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. They call me do some free consulting, you do a free test for them, you give them some results, 24 hours, it spits it back, and then you tell them what they should be doing and implementing. You kind of like let, it's kind of like when I run like the free, like virus scanner on my computer. It's pretty fast, takes a little time, so it's automatic, right? They come back, and then they all tell right. you, here's all the things, right? And hopefully, you know, and then all maybe right. they try to get you to
1: upgrade. <laughs> I didn't say you anything. I said there are no strings There are no strings attached. No, there there uh, are no, no strings no attached. attached Right. Yeah, yeah, that, well, I mean, there, it doesn't. Well, stay there. I, uh, you can just
0: the, the biggest thing that you do, I mean, really, is people don't know what they don't know, and I know this a lot in marketing and also a few, is that they don't know how exposed they are, right? To cybersecurity threats, for example, um, and I and you know, people don't know, let's say, how bad their website is. Or how bad, let's say, their LinkedIn profile is, or I mean, I can tell you we're interviewing a lot of people now um, for positions. If you're looking, if someone's looking for a marketing position, um, we're in parties uh, We have a few open positions right now. We are hiring despite the pandemic. Uh, we're, we're in a very good position. Our company um, is that people think their English is perfect, like, uh, and it's not and uh, I'll go to their LinkedIn posts and I'll just find misspellings and I'll ask them, how do you say this in English? You know, in Hebrew, I'll say, how do you say it? and They'll say, how do you spell it? And of course, they'll spell it wrong. And I was like, I'll tell you perfect English. And then the kind of ends there. <laughs> so, you know, okay, but it's like, it's just, you need perfect English. You're writing copy, you know what I mean? Like we, all of our employees, I mean, they're either American or they've like or spent a significant amount of time in America or uh, so, you know, being Anglo is imperative. Uh They don't have to have worked in America, but they have to have, let's have been Anglo. So yeah, it, it is important. So, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. And that's kind of really like the focus here. It's something that we got to think about. It's important sometimes to, we're scared sometimes to get like some free help and to ask people. Like we're scared of knowing how we're exposed, what we could be doing better. Just like, I mean, I I brought this up before, uh, probably a million times, but like I weigh myself every morning and some mornings I do not want to weigh myself. I don't want to know. Like, you know what I mean? How much was all that was that was all that scotch last night worth it? You know, I don't want to hold a mirror up to myself.
1: It was. It was. It, it
0: depends. Once yeah. I step on the mirror, it either see the regret, or it's like you know, I just you know then I go beast mode for the next day. But it's yeah, uh, you, know, you got to think about these things. Uh, it's worth it if I remember the night, I, I guess, or maybe not. I don't know. It depends. But <laughs> so right, so like, don't be scared to kind of see what is working, what isn't working. Get like get an audit of to make sure that you're actually secure. I I find that we have a challenge here. Um, I think it's a Western challenge, maybe, is that we put our head in the sand. We're kind of like in denial. We don't really know what's going on. We don't have a strong connection with history. We don't, you know what I mean? Like we just don't, we're kind of disconnected with like a lot of facts because we don't have to be right. Just like there was a time, like we'd all be tradesmen and we would have been able, let's say, to build a chair out of wood. We're kind of, you know what I mean? Like if something like more of us would have been more handy or how to do a little agriculture and all of these skills or even how to sew a button you know, basic things we don't know how to do, which take for granted, right? Just even how does electricity work? Not that you would know how to fix it, but just basic science, which take everything for granted. And then when things go to shit, we don't even know how to fix it. We don't even know where to look. And we don't even want to know that we don't know how to do it. And that's worrying. Um, You know, most of the time it's fine. You can hire an expert, but then when you need to do it yourself, you need to be dependent under circumstances like this or When you come under a hack or you need to step up your marketing game so you can have leads and increase your business now or as we get out of this pandemic, God willing, soon, you want to be as prepared. Now, what do they say? Luck is uh, when uh, opportunity meets preparedness.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, to go back to what I was saying. Say it again. Steve Jobs said that. No, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. He said something similar, yeah. yeah. You know, I said it first. which took it off of me,
0: and uh, <laughs> I've just said like a million times. Like right? Dale Carnegie might have said that in the thirties. Um, yeah, so like the hackers, right? Like I was touching on earlier. You know, saying say they're lucky they have this opportunity, but they prepared for it, and then the opportunity came up. And I mean, our business is in really good shape right now, but we're not. We're not lucky. We prepared for it, and have the opportunity. You know, same goes. Like I, you know, I wait. I wait for. Never mind. This is going to sound terrible, but like recessions. Um, not pandemics but recessions are often opportunities if you're if you're prepared you know god you know people should never lose their jobs or anything like that but uh, you know things do increase and decrease and uh, we need to be able to ride the waves improve on on both as the waves go up and as the waves come down um yeah. So uh, what are, so you're, you're taking that a marketing budget. Are you increasing any digital marketing efforts? Are you, have you put more money in advertising or link building or what are you doing? More content marketing, bringing on more talent. What, uh, how to tell me, what exactly are you doing with this budget that you save from all the events that you're not going to?
1: So, yeah, we are investing a lot more in uh, some of the marketing activities that we have. That includes, um, that includes adding more content. That includes uh, press releases uh, and, that includes uh, pretty much putting together a lot of important things in place, but um, most importantly, during these times, we're not focusing about how much we can sell as a company. We're trying to focus on how many organizations we during these critical times. So our marketing budgets that you know that we saved over, we're, we're putting in you know lots of money. I mean, we're talking thousands of dollars into spreading this message around on the internet um, and in all think? different types Maybe. of channels. We're specifically targeting all those organizations. We even reached out to the hospital that was attacked and we, we offered them our platform completely free of charge um, with support in their language through some of our partners in the region. And that's currently what we're doing with all of our efforts during this time. But of course, how, do, are they how do they
0: respond to that?
1: Uh, you'll have to ask my salespeople. people <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. I, I am surprised you get anyone like to pick up the phone these days you know, over there. We we have a, a cybersecurity client in the cybersecurity for healthcare and they're like, they're like, we can't even, we can't even do it. It's like too late. Like if they have our, if they have our solution, they're set. If not, like they don't have any, they're way too busy to, you know, follow lead to speak to a sales team. A lot of these IT people are way, everyone in the hospital is extremely stressed. You know and they need to stop everything. It was, uh, it, it's challenging, but those that are already clients of theirs um, find the, do, do know that they're in good hands and they're protected and they're not, they don't have to worry about being hacked. The others they have that layer of stress that any second that can happen and literally you know send, kill dozens, hundreds of people.
1: Correct. No, overall, the reaction was very positive, And many organizations actually were very, very thankful for the service. And we're having very, very important conversations with them, especially especially the ones who haven't been hit yet. The ones who were hit, it's a little bit more difficult for them to, to get around. But uh, they right. are looking for people who can help them and are not trying to sell them anything. So once we tell right. them, guys, there are no strings attached and we're genu- gen- genuinely here to help you, it's a, it's a proactive approach. And they appreciate that. And uh, we'll, t- time will tell. I mean, I'll let you know in about two days what uh, what happened with that. But I'm I'm sure it's I'm sure it's going to be good. Awesome, fantastic, great.
0: Um, so uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up here. Uh, I got a call, twenty minutes. So, hey, if anyone wants to let's say learn more about how to keep let's say um you know their uh, I their indu- their their industrial assets let's say protected, um, what do you or anything that they want to know regarding that? Show, how can they learn more?
1: Uh we have a tremendous resource center on our website. Um there's a uh, tell
0: them about your comic book. Tell
1: them about my comic book? Do I have a copy here? Hold on a second. I do. So we actually put together a oh. comic book. This is our uh female superhero comic book. And what skate she does girl, is uh um, Did you yeah. just do a theme song for her? Not yet, but I should. And why, I should make why don't you have it?
0: Do have like a jingle? She's gonna save the world. No, I don't know. Winging it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, she uh she fights cyber attackers in um. Let's see if I can ah. show this to you. In uh, manufacturing uh, plants. Sorry, I'm just trying to get uh, connected there. That's, that's really cool. There's the critical infrastructure. These are the things that we're actually talking about today. The cyber attackers trying to shut them all down. And finally, um, building management systems. You know, people are stuck inside a building and. Uh, you know, close up the windows, close up the doors, who, and then who did uh, your art? I, kick the key away. Um, <clears throat> I have um, I have a good friend who does uh, who does all these types of artwork. I, of course, uh, had had uh, had some drawings, and they just made it a little bit nicer. That's all.
0: Oh, I'm sure you did like all the work, right?
1: Uh, well, I would say ninety percent of it, but uh, gotta give some credit to to the graphic artist. They did an amazing job. The artist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: easy. So see, there's all kinds of ways to get the message over and, uh, you know, to tell people. And as marketers, I mean, it's imperative that we are able to speak other people's language. Uh, you know, understand their pain points, know how to speak to them, understand how the language is different from different continents, not to mention the regulations that are different in different continents, um, you know, and and how to how to be able to address them directly. Because if we don't speak people's language, I mean, kind of like politics, the same thing. And I don't even mean actual literal like language, but like if you don't, go, you know, at a person, at their level, if you don't speak like their language, then you're not going to be able to get through to, uh, to people's needs. You're not going to be able to communicate well, right? We- which is why I ha- having like, uh, using, you know, fancy vocabulary isn't going to help you give over your message, unfortunately. Uh, people so, don't care what
1: you sell, right? People don't care what you sell. They care about what value it gives them, and if people correct. understand that, they understand that they got to give their customers the value that they want, not that you want. Uh, then yep. afterwards, you'll be you'll be fine.
0: Uh so, yeah, correct. You're, it's it. That's a win-win. That's a win-win. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys can reach out to Michael Yoshu on LinkedIn. Uh, you can see his name uh, in his uh, thing, or you can reach out to me. If you guys have any questions about marketing in general, how to stay safe uh, from cyber attacks, or in general. Um, that are related, you can reach out to Michael if anyone has any marketing questions for your technology company or in general for yourself, your personal branding or LinkedIn. Need some free consulting, I'm here. You can just DM me on LinkedIn. Um, And uh, that's it. Thanks thanks so much for joining our live, Michael.
1: Uh, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Take care, buddy. Thanks. Take care. Bye.